I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. He is Tom Painter. I'm John Denman. And this this week, yeah, we, we ventured out west. We, we stopped at No Label and then continued out west. And now we are in Columbus hanging out at Houndsong Brewing Company. John, I feel like I haven't seen you in a week. Uh, yeah, somebody missed last week's show. Uh, you missed a good time. <laughs> we had a really good time I, down in South Texas. I missed that trip to Brownsville. <laughs> Oh no! It was it was more than that. Uh, <laughs> there we met a lot of people. We went to a lot of bars, and after five by five was great. Uh, people over there was a whole lot of fun, right? And All I saw was the picture. I haven't listened to the show yet, but the picture speaks a thousand words. Uh, well, if there were pictures from later that night. It probably would have spoke like two words. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was more along those lines. But it was it was a really good time. I didn't I didn't realize that that area, uh, McAllen and Mission. You know that there was that much stuff going on down there, right? There's there's a bunch of bars, and like probably more bars. And they're very thirsty for craft beer. More bars and taco trucks and people, so it's kind of like I could live down there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the traveling continues, and uh, it's taken a minute, but we're finally here. We are in Columbus, Texas. Columbus, Texas, hanging out with Travis and Raven Kusarek. Yep. What's going on, yeah? No, not a whole lot. How are you guys? Doing well. We got the train going by. Yep. Yeah. So you know we're in a little small town. Kind of like yep. no label, the train rolls by. Sometimes you get stuck at no label because of the train, and then you're just like, yeah, worst places to be. Yeah. You know? the, train, the train was stuck there this morning. Yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, driving up there, the train was coming, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to beat the train. And then it really just stopped way before that. And so it wasn't anything exciting. Like I was trying to hope to jump the tracks and... <laughs> It wasn't anything like that. Yeah, our tapping manager at one point, she she was in a small town in Denver, and they had, a, I guess the train comes by every so often, and they had a thing where it's like, if the train comes by, it's happy hour for whatever, or however long the train's there. And she's like, oh, we should do it for, for us. I was like, Lindsay, that train stays here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go broke. Right? She's like, won't it be fun? No, no. not the girl going broke part. That's... <laughs> Yeah, it's going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah. Except for us. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's always fun. Uh, one, of the, one of the worst places, though, is for trains, honestly, is um, Urban South over in Houston off of Washington. Because my office used to be right next door to that. And it's actually in between two train tracks. Oh, and no. there are times that I would get off of work and I'm just like, I just want to go home and I can't leave because there's trains there. Now, if the brewery was there at that time, it would have been great because I would yeah. just walk next door to the brewery. But instead, I just sat there waiting yeah. for trains to move. Yeah. yeah. And that's the story of trains. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. It's a good train story. <clears throat> yeah. so, what, speaking, so we're at Houndsong Brewing uh, in Columbus. So what, what is the deal with the Houndsong? The Houndsong. What's the deal with the Houndsong, right? Yeah. Where, well, does, where does this name come from? Uh, well, it's... It's kind of a lot of stories. It's kind of a lot of stories all together. And um, my husband's from this area, Travis, and um, his grandpa raised coon hounds and, and trained them to hunt. And so he kind of grew up around really loud hound dogs. 
and um and they are loud they're very loud yes it's, they, yeah if you're not used to it it's very jarring they <laughs> like to talk a lot and um we were homesick with the flu one day and uh he was at the doctor and i uh found a dog at the Humane Society, which was across the street, that was a, coon, a blue tick coonhound mix. And so um, we definitely weren't in this situation to adopt a dog. Nope. Uh, we lived in an apartment. We're definitely not allowed to have a dog. And where was this? Correct. In Colorado. In Colorado. Sorry. Fort Collins. Yeah, context. Yeah. We were in Colorado. A great beer drinking town right there. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. That's where I grew up. And um, and so, yeah, we, we met her, and she was crazy and loud, and we took her home. And we had to move because um, our landlord found out about it. And um, so, yeah, we, our favorite thing to do was to take her around to breweries. And um, we were kind of used to pissing people off a little bit. We would sit outside, and if she smelled something or heard a noise, she would just go crazy. And so I was really self-conscious about it. And uh, she started going crazy, and at what was it odell's yeah probably odell's i believe so outdoor they have a huge beautiful outdoor space and um this like old cowboy looking guy starts walking up to us and i thought he was going to come yell at us and so i started apologizing and um and he was like no 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 that's a beautiful song she's singing and so we just kind of after that always told people oh she's just singing to you she's just singing so the hound song's just a a combination of those things coming back home to where Travis grew up and and being in this area so yeah oh, the yeah. hound song calling you home yeah so there's a little sense of nostalgia there um you know superficially the dog howling the and you know that sort of thing and but yeah that sense of nostalgia being closer to home and kicking back with a with a great beer and <clears throat> you know kind of simpler times if if that's enjoyable to folks and uh so yeah that's kind of the the story yep and that's her on the our logo yeah it's her little profile her name is remy short for remington <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh i like it also the colorado county original uh and only one only one in the county <laughs> only, only the first the and county. only one yeah. <laughs> yep you don't you don't see that the, the, the historic hound song point. yes yep. <laughs> yeah yeah indeed and uh it's it's been it's been a lot of fun it's 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 it was interesting at first you know kind of getting uh folks um well folks were certainly curious to kind of you know know what we we're going to be doing here and of course they had some general idea and and some folks knew that you know breweries were things you had to drive to the city for and um i guess there was a little bit there was interest and and I, perhaps some skepticism, I'm not sure, but nevertheless, once we finally got open, you know, I was very highly focused on quality, um, and and we just as a company were very focused on that, and I think it translated well, and, and folks, you know, seem to have pretty much loved us from the beginning, which is great, I mean, at least as far as I can tell, and it's been, yeah. been The good. haters aren't, we haven't heard much from them. But. Uh, yeah, not too much. The, they, they, the haters go on that hunt with you guys, right? Yes. <laughs> and, yep. Yeah, I understand. And then they they somehow get lost. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Columbus, you know, there's a lot of lot of weird places you you can get lost in, right? Yeah, there's a lot of trees around here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, I'm drinking the 
grandpappies. Yeah. And it's a it's a pre-prohibition pilsner. Yep, pre-pro pills, yep. Yeah, pre-pro pills. It's just tasty. It's a good way to start the start the show. Nice, easy drinking beers. But you have a black IPA. I mean, you have all kinds of different things that you guys are making. Yeah, yeah. So um, among the flagships, we're, we're definitely super lager heavy. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, I keep a, a good sort of variety on the tap list. Um, it's, it's definitely, you could juxtapose it against some larger, more mature markets um, in the sense that, we don't have a bunch of IPAs and, and sours um, and then maybe one or two lagers or something like that. I mean, kind of a stereotypical craft beer list. Um, definitely more lager focused and classic style focused um, with, with sprinklings of some of that fun stuff. So you mentioned a black IPA. That's actually what Raven's drinking and um, kind of a, a, neat, a neat story there with that one. Um, you know, a black IPA, right, kind of sort of died, I don't know, 2014 or 15 or somewhere thereabouts. Which was um, really too bad because that is one of my favorite styles. Yeah, you get that a lot. Like, a lot of folks really like that style. And, um, yeah, we just wanted to, to bring it back. And, and actually, when Raven and I first started dating uh, back in Fort Collins, one of her favorites was Mountain Standard from Odell. Mm-hmm. And they actually have since rebranded that, and it's like a – a Pacific IPA or something like that. But regardless, um, she really liked Mountain Standard, and we looked forward to that release every year around the kind of when the uh, season was changing into fall. And um, so we decided to, to make it here, and kind of the idea of calling it OK Raven was, you know, we were going to, to give Raven what she wanted. And yeah, and yeah it, it's, it's an awesome beer, I mean, regardless, but I knew that it would, you know, something that, that she wanted. I asked wanted. for it for like a year. Yeah. Every time we had a room in, in the brewing schedule for like a fun, crazy one, it's just like. Just, just make that, just make that make black, a black IPA. Black IPA. Mm-hmm. And you finally are like, OK, Raven. Yeah. OK, Raven, yeah. we got it. <laughs> what are we going to call it? I already did. Yeah. <laughs> I already named it. And they hated it, but we still did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked out well. No, it's worked out well. And then outside of that, I have a year-round um, hazy IPA. I mean, kind of jokingly call it a Gulf Coast IPA because um, it, it seems as if you can invent sub-styles of IPA uh, these days and, and kind of call it what you want and... and you know, I guess they all have their, their nuance and complexity, and they're all defined styles, I guess, to the people who really care the most about them. But uh, when I first heard about cold IPA, I thought that was interesting. But that is something that people care a lot about. I, yep. will, I will definitely say that. Um, we've brewed one of those here, in fact. Um, but nevertheless, I thought, what's well, a Gulf Coast IPA? I guess it's an IPA made along the Gulf Coast. <laughs> Worse for me, the old I-10 IPA. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody take that. Rebranding, right? But I, well, since I-10 goes all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast, yeah. through Texas and everywhere else, yeah, it, could, it could be all kind of things. Yeah. No specific, specific spot. I know there was a push to try to figure out a style for the Gulf Coast IPA. Okay. And I don't think it ever really, hmm. really played out. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that would be, but uh, it'd probably be delicious, so I'm going to drink yours. Sure, yeah. That's High Cotton is the name of that beer. It's also been a fun thing. The Kind of the way we named our beers, um, at least the core beers, they kind of stem from, like, Texas sayings or, like, Texasisms, if that's a thing. You know, our flagship light lager is Burning Daylight. You know, that kind of speaks... That's why I'm drinking. It's delicious. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Burning Daylight, that's that's kind of my baby as well. It's our top-selling beer here. But um, uh, also, uh, you know, Double Backbone is our Czech Dark Lager, and that kind of refers to someone who's, like, brave. And then we've got Rough String, which is my alt beer, and that's the horse that can't be broken. It's difficult to ride. Um, high cotton, you know, living in high cotton or walking in high cotton, kind of like the country song, mm-hmm. if you remember. And uh, Hay Grazer is our Kolsch. And uh, hay grazer is a, a grass variety that's often used for making hay. So, hay grazer. So, yeah. So, how many more names do you, you think you could pull out of this? I don't Goodness. know. It's there's a lot of Texas. There, there's a bunch, right? Yeah. You can start just naming it after people. Yeah. <laughs> the Bowie Blonde but, or yeah. something. Oh, there's know. Bowie Street right over here. Yeah. So, yeah. Does Columbus have like a rival town? You can go there in disguise and just like do get, we? get a bunch of Texas. You know how Springfield yeah. and Simpsons, they have the other one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm, what would be Columbus's rival town? I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. Belleville? I'd, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Or start a war with Huff. I don't know. Right. Oh, yeah, goodness. I, that didn't dawn on me when I said that. That's funny. Yeah. I'll good friends of Ryan. The... No, Ryan Wells. Good yeah, guy. yeah, Ryan's great. Ryan, Ryan would love a good war. He probably would. <laughs> like, like, we're going to war. Sounds great, man. It's going to be a party. <laughs> the, the war's over. Peace is great for business. <laughs> uh, that's That's about right. <laughs> All right, let's go streaking. It's like, no, Ryan, stop. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, John and I, we want to do a show at Huff. The only question is, we have to like find Ryan, which is like, uh, which is a whole other animal. He's a busy guy. Yeah, and, and where like, I was there a few months ago, and literally walk in, and, and his son is like cleaning dishes in the bar, like like an old saloon. Yeah. But his son's like five years old. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's just like cleaning dishes. Yeah. Like, hey, Mister, what do you have? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, uh, and then, like, and then Ryan's like, he's just, he's like wheeling kegs outside, and I was like, where are those going? He's like, don't tell TABC. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, what's going on in this place? <laughs> but uh, he's a character. And he makes great beer. Mm-hmm. Go. Yep. No, it's a, it's. I still haven't been out there yet, but it's on the list. Yeah. You know, making it further out. I mean, we're in Columbus. Uh, you know, just for like the little breweries that are on outside of Houston, and uh, so yeah, this is this is. I mean, it's not that far to yeah. get out here. Was like an hour. Yeah, I mean, I guess depending on exactly where, but even from no label, I don't know, forty-five minutes. I think yeah. the construction is the worst part on I ten, but other than that, it's super easy drive. Yeah, it's about forty-five minutes. So when we came here today, we went to Big Easy, which is an extra ten. You know. Yeah. But yeah, so it's about forty-five here. Yeah, we were passing it by. I was like, it's like. There's the brewery, John. Is like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah. Like, All right, let's go eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need food before you know we partake in another show. Where the third segment's going to be really bad. Right. Normally, how that works. Well. I need some beer, and Tom needs a beer, and yeah, Raven needs a beer. I do, yeah. So Travis, Travis is taking his time. Hurry up. Milking it. Let's take a break and get back. We'll talk more with Houndsong Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages here on ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Our good friends at Valentin's in Pearland have been pumping out some great beers at the newly finished Tap Room and Brew House. Lots of indoor and outdoor seating for you to enjoy their multi-award winning beers. With one of the most diverse tap selections, you are guaranteed to find your next favorite brew. Valentin's Brewing, veteran and family owned. Bring the whole family. Kids and pets are welcome. Easy drive to Pearland. Tap Room is open Thursday through Sunday with food truck on site. Valentin's.com. We will see you there. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas. Come out to No Label. Hi, this is Robert, Elder Son Brewing. We're family-friendly and pet-friendly, open Thursday through Sunday. We offer styles from a wit up to a black IPA to a stout to a porter, all styles. Come on in and try the newest brewery in Houston, Elder Son Brewing. Back in 2012, Travis and Chris, along with their father, Wesley, decided to open up Harris County's first legal distillery, and Whitmire's Distilling was born, crafting excellent whiskeys and vodka. They were making true Texas spirits, not just putting a picture of Texas on the bottle. Stop by the new distillery at Sam Houston Parkway in 249, or go by the new tasting room located at the former Buffalo Bayou Brewing Facility of Nolden near I-10 and T.C. Jester. Learn more about this veteran and family-owned distillery at Whitmire's.com. All right, we are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Dimon, Tom Painter, and we're hanging out at Hound Hound Song Brewing Company. I almost didn't say that right, and that's like super easy. So, so this is this is normal. So, so usually I'll I'll do this thing too. I'll be, always be like, it's Hound and Song, <laughs> Hound Dog. Hound and Song. Yeah, <laughs> but no, Hound Song Brewing Company. Yeah. Travis and Raven Kosarek is joining us, the owners of this badass little spot, and. Like I said in the last segment, I'm drinking the black IPA now, and it is delicious. I'm glad you like it. And Travis is still on the Hellas because he's a, a lightweight. <laughs> you're, you're almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'll, I'll have another soon. <laughs> well, by the third segment, it'll be your second beer. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I wasn't informed of what the rules were ahead of time. <laughs> well, you know, the rules are pretty easy. You know, it's a... It's, uh, Typically, I don't know. We normally, just stick to like one beer a segment, that's, just just to make it easy. That's usually what. Yeah, usually I, I tell people, listen, we're gonna be three segments, we're gonna be between fifteen and eighteen minutes, and like in each segment, I need you, I need you to bring us out a beer. This, this, this. Three beers, three segments. Now, with some people though, it'll go like one beer in the first segment. One beer in the second segment, and it'll be like three beers in the third segment. Yeah, okay, like, we, we just broke everything out. It's like, all right, here comes the 18% barrel-aged stuff. Yeah, like the true, <laughs> like, uh, and this might have something to do with just NASA, but like the true anomaly guys and Val, mm-hmm. who both were at your place, which we need to talk to. It's the Texas Craft Brewers Cup. But the, those guys will, are, those guys are so guilty of pulling out barrel-aged beers. Like the true anomaly guys, like, let's be like, all right. Hold on, you want the killer stuff, and it's like they just start popping bottles. Yeah, like, and we have to finish them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a rule. You guys have it tough. And then and then Val, he has a he has he's a he has a barrel aged Baltic porter that he only has for industry, in, in this in this space. Yeah, which is hilarious. He also has a barrel aged uh, 
hall right now. I guess, did you see it? So, mm-hmm. you, John, you were there. Yeah, I was there Sunday. Yeah. It's getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, adding more barrels and uh, some cool stuff going in the old tap room that they're doing, painting. He's redecorating that area. So it's going to be more like a little speakeasy style. Oh, that's neat. Yes, yes. A little bit more like Meanwhile Brewing. It's a very nice tap room, very nice facility they have there yeah. at Meanwhile. Oh, Meanwhile, yeah. yeah. And, man, that's a good pizza, too. I haven't had the pizza, but... We've only been on taco truck days. Yeah. So when when we stopped by there, there was a taco truck, a barbecue truck, and a pizza truck. Yeah. And so my buddy, he got the tacos, and that's what I was going after. But as I walked up, the girl that was selling pizza was like, hey, you need to eat a pizza. I'm like, okay. And so... <laughs> And I was like, what pizza should I get? She goes, well, this is the first time we're ever making this one. And I was like, give it to me. And it was delicious. Awesome. It was really good. Knocked and the tacos look very, very good. They're very good. Yeah. Yeah. We were, meanwhile, uh, a couple weeks back, uh, Val and Rhonda Campbell, Jameson. And then we stopped here. Sweet. Oh, so before after you left the Texas Craft Brewers. Yeah. Uh, Cup so a couple weeks back, the uh, there was a Texas Craft, the inaugural Texas Craft uh, Brewers Cup, uh, and uh, you guys brought home some hardware. We did. We uh, we won a bronze for Burning Daylight, our American Light Lager in the American Light Lager and International Light Lager category. Excellent. And, yeah, and then also a bronze for Double Backbone, our Czech Dark Lager in the session german and czech lager category or something like that yeah, yeah. congratulations thank you thank you it's always fun to win medals right it is. and yeah. it, it you know if you don't win a medal you're like ah, you know what yeah i've, I've seen this you know, competition especially like great american beer fest you know the judges they're they're like walking out like woo i've been drinking beer all day and it's like are you really tasting this stuff you're like <laughs> yeah you didn't win one yeah you know it's, it's luck you win when you're like told you yeah <laughs> you know, told you it was a good beer it's not rigged. See, it's I not. Won. We won. Yeah, competitions are funny like that. It's, it's you, your beer has to be your beer has to be great to win, in my opinion. But having a great beer does not necessarily mean beer. yeah. Yeah. No, and you're absolutely right there. The beer has to be a really good beer to win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the best is the um, like, uh, winning hardware is definitely better than not winning hardware. Yeah. Right. Period. Definitely. Right? However. Reading the judging notes for beers that didn't win is hilarious <laughs> because <laughs> look like so we had, we had nightmare in like the fruit and spice beer category and uh, um, which is a pumpkin beer okay and it, it was in this yada 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 and this person disqualified it for having spice oh and, and then trailers like. The category. That is the category. It says spice <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, 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 what? Pumpkin. Like, and trailer's just going off. And like, I just, I just love it. I just love it. Because some of these people are certified judges, right? Mm-hmm. And then some of these people are people that, are, that have been brought in and they've been coached within like this 10 minute window on <laughs> basically, here's what you're looking for. Here's what, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, uh, and then away you go. Yeah, I've seen uh, <coughs> smash beers come back that say bad hop combination. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yep, okay. That was a bad one hop combination that you, <laughs> you, you mixed in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. One plus one is <laughs> it's too many. It's too many. <laughs> but the, 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 the inaugural, the Texas Craft Brewers uh, Cup, the... 
the first it, it was great it was great to see everyone there when you guys won twice it was it was very like it was like I know those guys <laughs> yeah you definitely cheer on your buddies yeah when you see it, it yeah is. absolutely it was uh it was awesome and you guys haven't been open that long you know yeah going on right well at this point about 15 months we opened late november of 2020 and yeah it certainly it it definitely provides validation i mean at gabf this past year i put two beers double backbone was one of those actually on the on the final table in their respective categories didn't win anything but i don't know you know to actually win something is it certainly yeah provides validation and makes you feel like you actually do know what you're doing you know so Definitely. I, it's, it's, you know, we live in a weird trophy society, but yeah. it's always fun to get a trophy. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yay! Yeah. But again, like we were talking about earlier, uh, bad beers aren't going to win. Right. And you make you make a beer that isn't just there's something wrong with it. It's not going to win anything. Now there's there's a lot of beers that could have won, but the cool thing is is yours did. Yeah. And because it is a good beer. Yeah. So uh, like all all winning beers are deserving beers right yeah indeed man that took a lot to figure out in my head just then <laughs> and i'm only one margarita and a beer and a half into this show yeah uh, well so so after the show was over like so so this guy you went back that night right uh yeah i drove back that night yeah and so the rest of us went out uh like the guys i was with the guys at balancings and Rod- rodney campbell Casper, you know and went out with those guys fun 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 ended up with with the true anomaly guys more fun ensues next day meanwhile brewing and then it's all right we got to head back head back to no label i'm heading back there with rodney campbell and uh, james simpson from what's on tap radio the uh and, and we're 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 driving back and then it's like you know what a good way to split the trip up would be to stop in columbus and, like like uh, and go celebrate these wins with travis over there and then we're doing that but then val like he's like he, he like he's texting me and like it's just like, hey brother, hey, we're thinking about thinking about stopping by Columbus. It's like, it's like, don't tell Lori, don't worry. And that's how his texts read. <laughs> <laughs> There's like these silent pauses. <laughs> well, he's definitely doing it incognito, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. definitely like it's like because they're they're in the same car together or whatever. But I guess they, but but so then we have this like so now you have Rodney Campbell, now you have James Simpson, now and now you have all the crew of like at Valentine's, and then we're all like 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 drinking here. The, uh, and then next thing you know, doors open up. True anomaly, guys. Like it started coming in. It's like holy shit. So it's like it's like, it's like so so much uh, industry, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like here in Columbus. Yeah. So for all you folks, you know, going between Houston and Austin, Columbus is a perfect. Uh, it's about per- halfway. About halfway. It's, we're, it's the perfect. Amount, we're yeah. 71 meets I-10. We're right here in downtown. So, yeah. you know. That's been the coolest part of this, though, because, I mean. COVID's definitely been a huge part of, of the of our isolation, but you know, this past year we really haven't had a lot of interaction with other industry people. They kind of stumble in as they're as they're coming through, but it's yeah, it's cool that it brought that the Brewers Cup brought so many folks in from yeah, it's it's funny. Like you you open a brewery and then all of a sudden you never get to visit other breweries. Yeah. <laughs> you love going to breweries, but you're spending all your time in your own brewery, which I don't know. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's just a funny. It's a funny thing. It is. Yeah. 
It, no, I mean, I think it's it, it can be like a curse. That's why, like, uh, so it's almost a year ago this time that John was starting up the show. The uh, and um, a little back from COVID. Back from COVID, he took a COVID break, and then uh, but when he, when he started back up, he invited me to come along on this crazy journey with him. The um, which has been great. It's been great for our friendship. But the uh, but because we, I mean, we'd be hanging out anyways. We're trying to find. Yeah, this is really just it. Making Be the time makes more sense. <laughs> the uh, but you know, going to all these breweries and like 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 visiting people like you and like I, I every time I'm in a brewery, I'm all like I'm just like I'm looking at the space, I'm looking at decisions, I'm looking at like I'm looking at merch wall, I'm looking at how, at their POS, I'm looking at just like how do you do this? Why did you do this? Oh, that's a good system. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to always evaluate and appreciate. Duh. And uh, it, like it, it's been a hell of a journey, and you can get locked into your. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely do well because, I mean, you guys know. I mean, is, is it a forty-hour work week that you spend here? Absolutely no. not. That <laughs> would be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it requires so much more time, and so I mean, there's just by the time you leave here, you have a beer and you're like, well, you want to go do something? You're like, yeah, let's stop by Taco Bell and then go home. <laughs> you know, just, just, just. <laughs> Just get, just go home, and so when, whenever you, that's why this show's fun, and I, I enjoy it because I get to. This is my get out and go meet and go try out other breweries and, and do stuff. Other than that, outside of this, I really don't go to too many breweries. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, and we found too. You know, we're being a little over a year into it now. Um, looking back a year ago, when we were a few months into it the thought of you know going to austin for the day or houston or something like that was there was no way in hell but now i mean you know it's gotten to the point where we can do little things like that been able to put some of the pieces in place and there's still we still have a long way to go i think to you've allotted yourself nine hours of fun that's exactly. pretty good yeah even even just once a month <laughs> yeah even just sitting here with you guys like a year ago we wouldn't have been able to do that yeah i would have been behind the bar he would have been doing something so yeah, we're getting there. It's an evolution. It's it's a baby that we're that we're rearing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as you go along, you start adding people, and and then yep. then you, you you start delegating. Yeah. And you're in a first. It's tough. Yeah. It's, it, that that's like a really hard thing to do is to let other people do work that you were doing mm-hmm. until it's not, and then all of a sudden once you once you start doing that, you're like, hey, who else wants to do something? Right. <laughs> you know, here's here's some things. Here's some other things. <laughs> All right, I'll see y'all next week. So, so, so John is also the father of two kids. So I, feel yes. like, I, I feel like this kind of uh, channels into like, like, like some of that. Gonna be yeah, ready to like walk away a little bit and pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ran businesses and um, had a couple kids, so it's like, uh, how can I delegate this work? Yeah, but yeah. it is like it is strength. Like, uh, so I was out of town for the weekend, and I was away from the brewery for like four days. The, uh, I mean, like, when I was driving back yesterday, I just like, was telling my buddy, it's like, oh, I got to stop in the brewery just for like a quick, quick minute. Just like, like came by, touched it, looked around. Okay. You're good here. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, I mean, that these things are your babies. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are like the second home. And, but, the, but this home actually means a lot to a lot of people. And we'll continue. Like, we talked about this first time I traveled through Columbus. And like, and talk to you about how like you know it's gonna be like fixture of the community, right? Places where people are gonna have weddings, and people have memories here. And this is gonna be the shit that like forms people's lives, high school, you know, whatever the hell. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, 
people come in and order a beer and they're like, oh, the first time I was here, I was three years old. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait a minute, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know the mayor? Pete? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next door yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, brewery, breweries are great. And uh, they, they are truly turned into like a, more of a community center. Yeah. But that's just, just beer in general. You know, right. That's a... That's what started all of civilization anyways. People sitting around drinking beer. Yeah. And I was like, hey, come over. Well, and the neat, the neat thing, too, about, about our specific building, um, it, it's well before there was ever any thought of a brewery coming here. Well, first off, it was built in 1926. Um, but it was always kind of a community hub. And um, so it was a, a car garage um, throughout the years. But, but also it was a, a bus stop where soldiers... Uh, kind of went off to World War II and then Vietnam um, just because this is where the buses picked them up right out in front where our, our current patio is at. Um, yeah, and we have a customer who he went off to Vietnam from our front porch. Oh, wow. Yeah, the bus picked him up and, and took him out. He was in here Sunday night drinking yeah. beer. I remember. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, it was a community community spot. And then, and then it, 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 from about 2014-ish until we came in, it was basically vacant. Um, I could be wrong on the 2014, but for several years it was vacant. It was kind of becoming a dilapidated thing, and some folks were kind of putting a fire under the butt of the of the building owner to, to do something with it or tear it down or something. And uh, we're very thankful that, of course, it wasn't torn down, and we've been able to pull it into something cool. Oh, it's a great space. Uh, the way the tap room's laid out, and you have this whole back area where we're in now, and I'm looking at these chandeliers, and, mm-hmm. and which has been held up by a rim. You know, yep. it's it, it sounds worse, you know, than like the, what it really is. It actually looks really nice, but those are some giant chandeliers back here. Those were in here already. Yeah. So uh, the building owner, he he owns a salvage yard. He actually bought the salvage yard when he was like 14 years old. <laughs> He's the he is. Columbus's most interesting man and he's a good friend of ours he's on a city council and um as he was renovating the building uh there was a bank down the road that was renovating also and so we have these 1920s brass chandeliers that were salvaged from the bank and he finagled them into this building and so yeah yeah, it definitely adds character to this room I agree yeah they they fit in really well yeah and so we've turned this this half of the building uh which we kind of expanded into uh going into our one-year anniversary um we've turned it into a special event space um more tap room space which is mostly what we use it for there's another set of eight taps over here where we've got uh, beer pouring on a long draw system from our existing walk-in cooler Um, we're putting in a kitchen which is going to be open in the next six-ish weeks or so um, stage from fingers crossed yeah stage for live music um, shout out to Texas Live Sound um, they uh, installed our, our sound system our PA system which is super kick-ass and uh, we have live music every weekend uh, for sure and and we've got a comedy show this weekend which we're super stoked about and just uh, continuing to make it better all right, well, let's uh, take a break, get another beer, and we'll get back. We'll wrap the show up. Hanging out at Hound Song Brewing Company in Columbus. This is Drink of Ages. True Anomaly over in Edo is making great beers like Vera. 
Vera is an American sour ale, heavily fruited with Marion berry and boysenberry during secondary refermentation, resulting in bold purple pours and a deeply refreshing berry sweet and tart complement to the day. But it doesn't stop with just the beers. Trivia every Tuesday starts at 7.30. Wednesday, live music, tacos, and reverse happy hour from 6.30 to 9.30. Thursday and Friday, happy hour is from 2 to 6 p.m. with $4 draft pours. If you are running in the Houston Marathon, stop by after with your bib for a free draft pour of a special blend just for the runners. Book the barrel room for your next special event check out the website at trueanomalybrewing.com bearded fox brewing company to put it simply they are simple brewers who love great beer they like beer you can taste they don't want to drink beer just for the sake of drinking beer they want flavor they want hops they want delicious they want a beer that you can experience like aunt rose a red lager with a distinctive red hue and malty characteristics balanced well with the german hops to create a very approachable beer and a crowd favorite locally brewed in tomball texas so come out and try your next favorite beer at the fox den bearded fox brewing company in tomball texas beer it's in the name cheers hey good beer drinkers this is john denman from drink of ages radio inviting you out to spindle tap brewery less than 15 minutes north of downtown spindle tap is making some of the best beers around ipas double ipas lagers and stouts definitely going to find your next favorite beer come out and be ready to play though nine hole championship putt putt basketball court baseball and kickball field disc golf or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room great food excellent beers and a badass time check out spindle tap brewery spindle tap that's t-a-p spindletap.com All right, we are back. This is Drink of Ages here on ESPN, and we're hanging out at Houndsong Brewing Company in Columbus, Texas. Travis and Raven, they are our guests. And what's what's happened now is there's just a lot of beers on the table. Yes, but this is what happens every third segment, John. Well, I know, but, but here's the deal, right? Raven has two beers and water. Yeah. I have two beers. Travis, you have two beers and water. Tom has five beers. Uh, no, I have six. 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 Six beers. Yep. So oh, yeah. Get the look, math be, right. look beside the mic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, six beers. It's beer math. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, Tom, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> take it away. No. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, they do flights. <laughs> flights, are, flights are fun. A lot of breweries are opposed to flights. And I think it's just more because it is kind of a little bit of a it, it just takes longer right yeah, yeah i mean yeah. people it was a pain in the butt it's like you're putting beer in a glass and putting in a thing and serving it it does slow things down a little bit but i i think flights are great because yeah you, know, you go to a brewery and you get to just sample a lot of different beers i think it depends on the brewery i because I, I just had this conversation with uh el carlito uh so uh uh over the weekend uh, a friend of the show el carlito it was his birthday went out to vegas Ran a half marathon at night, a lot of fun. But then we went on uh, a, a nice brewery rampage. Uh, yeah, and we visited the last show that we did in 2021, which was at Abel Baker Brewing in Vegas. If you guys ever go to Vegas, Abel, Abel Baker, Baker is making some great beers. Abel they Baker. are. That's a good spot. They have locked their brand and location and everything in. Like they opened uh, right before the pandemic. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and they have crazy stories, and just of like bicycling around the strip at a like when it, like it shut down and like no one was there, and it's like we're on our bicycles, we're going around the strip. That's yeah. a great show to listen to because uh, we were like we were on the point. On that yeah, show. 
we also had a lot of beers. Well, there was there was a lot of beers, but <laughs> when when the shutdown happened, that's what when we were at even like at other half, you know, they were talking about riding their bicycles around New York, mm-hmm. and so this is like how how weird is that, you know, to be in such a populated area and people. New York or Las Vegas, where there's thousands of people just running around every block, and then all of a sudden they're just dead. You know, yeah. there's nothing, Wait, nobody so, out. Yeah, well, killer time to start a brewery. The but, I'm, I'm going way off. But they have flights, and I was talking to El Carly. El Carly was like, "Why does no label have flights?" I was like, "I would love to have flights. Problems, our yard space is so large. Like we would need like a wait staff or yeah." Because you're, yeah. cause unless you can really eyeball it, you can, glassware can get out of hand, like, really, I mean, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. Like, if something's left attended for, like, a minute, all of a sudden, it's like. It'll grow legs. Yeah. 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 And, and like you said, grow legs. Mm-hmm. A lot of glassware tends to disappear from breweries. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, without <laughs> a doubt. And that's something that before we ever opened the brewery, we talked about is glassware disappearing. Um, I guess our... Uh, we, we, we wanted to put a, a cool logo on our glasses, so I look at it two ways. One, it's advertising for us for when it does leave the tap room. Um, if they stole it, they stole it for a reason. Yeah. And, and that leads <laughs> into point two. They stole it because they like us, which I don't know if that is, makes it more palatable or not. But, but please don't consider? steal our stuff. Please yeah. don't steal That's our stuff. That's not permission. Especially right now, us. it's hard to get more glasses. It's, <laughs> and they're expensive. It and, takes a long time uh, uh, to Greg, get them you're back. you're a thief. It, I'm not a thief. How dare you? You stole our glasses. Man, they're glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it costs it's not, money. Yeah, it's not yours. Greg drinks out of plastic cups from now on. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, but speaking of opening up right before the pandemic, that's what you guys did. Yeah, kind of in the sort of in the middle of it, I guess, or wherever the middle would be. I don't even know. But after the main lockdown. After the main lockdown, yeah. <laughs> so things had started to ease up. November of 2020. Um, you know, in this, I, I guess, I mean, in a smaller area, too, folks were just kind of over it. And, um, you know, it, it, it didn't seem to have too much of a negative effect on us. Um, but then again, we also didn't have anything to compare against. But right out the gate, things were, were pretty good and have been good ever since. Um, you know, initially there was some of the TABC stuff as far as making sure we had food sales there, which we uh, got by way of on-site food trucks. And, um, you know, so there was some kind of, you had to roll with the punches, but I, I don't know. I, I, I like to think that it wasn't too terribly difficult, but, you know, I don't know. Having said that, I know that, that you know, a lot of folks really struggled and um, I just think maybe we were lucky. That actually sounds pretty good because, yeah. uh, uh, you know, for one, you already have so much going on because you're just opening up. So right. there's a lot of it doesn't always go as planned. Mm-hmm. And then to get that little monkey wrench thrown in as well. Yeah. You know, so that's it's good to hear. Yeah. 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 Totally. Like I said, uh, COVID behaved differently in small towns. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And, I think and that's people behaved a lot differently in yeah. smaller towns. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. <clears throat> I mean, it's interesting, right? Because like we are one big, beautiful nation, right? Of uh, right, left, and small town, big town, and, yeah. and of course, bigger the town. I mean, you're talking about like a town of like thousands versus like a town of like you know when you go to like Houston, you're talking about basically there's tens of millions of people in the, like in the great like then yeah. all of a sudden it's like things just compound drastically, and those things are 
a virus impacts that community a lot, you know, yeah. pretty contained here, mm-hmm. less contained and crazy out there, especially international hub. Yeah. Like, like that Houston is. It's, it's interesting because, and, and so, because we're out here, or where we are in No Label, uh, like, we're always, like, kind of like, hey, we're, we're the gateway to, we're the gateway to, to Columbus, right? Yeah. Like, 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 we're, like, the last outpost before you say goodbye to the city. Yeah. <laughs> like, like and, and you're on your way to, to the places in between. And so we're always kind of battling the, the balance. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. That makes sense. Which essentially, yeah, what I'm saying is, no, no one's happy. Yeah, that's yeah. normally what it works out to. But we do, have a playground, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's an awesome playground. <laughs> it's an awesome playground. Which, during the break, we were also talking about playground politics. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like in, and, and how it's really hard to kind of manage that stuff. Well, between chalk and, you know, boards and yes. you know, playgrounds and all that, no label. I mean, you guys are just nothing but trouble over there. That's true. Yeah. So a bunch of you know, I mean, between Beto and the rest, all the other fun stuff that you get in trouble for over there. A lot of controversy. It's a lot, a lot of controversy for such a you know family, uh, family loving you know just great place in Katy. It's yeah, we 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 got on tip over the weekend because uh, we released a a Russian imperial stout. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, and someone was like. It's like, like, why are you calling it a Russian imperial stout? Oh, like, no. Why, why, don't, why don't you call it a Ukrainian stout? Oh, why no. do you have to? And <laughs> Just a beer stout. So like, you're pro-Putin. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's very, like, I don't. And, and Bunch so, of commies and like, Katie. <laughs> and and people, they were just like, just change it to Ukrainian. I was like, I'm not going to freedom fries this beer. Yeah, it just is what it is. Okay, like, 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 it's just that's just the style. It's nothing to do with. There's no virtue the, signaling the, here. The, there is no dollar going directly back to. You know, yeah. Right, uh, and that's just. It's just, and someone was like, "Just call it something else." I was like, "If I, I can't call this beer Hefeweizen, because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, you know, it's like, because for us in the in the craft beer world, that's like you can't alter the genetic code of." You know, what, of what the style is. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, I mean, we do a pretty good job of, of morphing the styles quite a bit. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's true. And, like, and, and, my, and my head brewer, like, sometimes will be like, oh, well, like, we'll call it like a Texas Colts. Tom, there is no such thing as a Texas Colts in the, you know, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It was, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> funny. It was like, oh, Trying oh. to have fun with it. You know, it's my and, bad. We're, <laughs> and, and branding and beer styles, there's a, a whole conversation that can be mm. had about where branding and beer styles kind of meet. Head to head. I mean, we were having that earlier, right? <laughs> no, that's a, that's an interesting point that you bring up because one of these beers here in front of us that that we all have is uh, is an is an interesting case of sorts. Um, so this the, the, one of the beers that we're drinking here originally was envisioned as a Kentucky Common, which I love the Kentucky Common beer style. Um, but if you you know if you really study the the style guidelines, um, then almost certainly it was an ale just because of the turnaround time from brew day until when it was actually released. Um, a lot of times put into barrels even when it was still kind of at the end of fermentation. And, uh, and also would have had six row barley uh, as a part of the, of the grain bill. Well, with the supplier that I use, I wasn't able to get six row barley. Um, and I'll be completely honest, I, I was really, really loving uh, where my 
3470 lager yeast was at at that point. I had been I had gone through several generations of, of brews and it was producing some just smoking awesome beer. And I was like, you know, I mean, I, I'm just going to make a killer beer. And it's I guess it's inspired by Kentucky Common, but it doesn't have six row barley and it doesn't. It's uh, not L.U. It's not an ale. <clears throat> yeah. um, and uh, so then I guess what I'll call it is an old world lager <laughs> and i'm like well, what is an old world lager and then i look at our folks uh down the road very good friends uh, very good friends of mine um at spitzel and shiner well their 1909 is a heritage lager and there's a story there they have a story behind what a heritage lager is as far as they're concerned and it's the original beer that they made and owes back to the people that originally settled the area and all that and it makes a cool story but my point is it's marketing. Yeah, that's marketing. And, uh, 100%. But at the end of the day, it's a killer beer, and and I don't know. So this beer we're drinking is... I mean, you could call it the Texas Uncommon. Texas Uncommon. Oh. <laughs> You're <laughs> hired. <laughs> Head of marketing. Just a clean, crisp, you know, light to medium-bodied, easy-drinking amber lager. This is, this is an everyday, no matter what the temperature is outside, kind of beer. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're doing, you you finish the lawn, you know it's, it's the middle of July. Yep. You're about to pass out. You go in there and you crack this open. It's delicious. Yeah. It's winter. It's cold outside. You're sitting by the fire. It's delicious. Yeah. It's perfect. I'm on that. Thank you. Eating a bowl of I'm vanilla ice cream. Right no, it's pretty delicious. Having some ice cream, vanilla ice cream, and drinking this. Uh huh. Delicious. Yeah. My, my system on how I. I like it. Yeah. The 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 X. How did you what double backbone? It's was? an X in the two. X2, yeah. got it. Double, X2, yes. You know, because you're trying to take the entire, the board is, you know, there's these incredibly colorful names, but how do you just, <laughs> how do you, how do you fit it all? Yeah. Yes. So. See, and that was one answer to our, like, flight dilemma, too, is to, to y'all's points. We, we did, like, toy around with the idea of, like, are flights even worth it? Like, they're a pain in the ass, and, you know, for all the reasons. And so now, it, it's interesting, because... We're brewery owners. We, we understand full well, you know, that you should you should probably taste beers in a certain order based on the, you know, the flavor, um, you know, that would come across in that particular beer um, and how the thing you tasted prior might affect the subsequent beer and blah, blah, blah. But when we would spend all the time doing all that, it took even longer. And so now we just decided customers fill out their own little paper and then we set it up how they filled out the paper and we're good with that because no one seemed to care in the first place yeah. pretty no. much yeah nobody listened to us nobody does <laughs> but but now we have had a couple of people that are like well but aren't you going to tell me the order that they need to be drunk in because they need to be drunk in a certain order and so we're like well okay for, for those few that really ask it's like okay <laughs> Four, seven, three, eight, two. You know, just, just, yeah. just write it down real quick. But they want, they want the uh, brewer's experience. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, but it is. I mean, there, there's, there is an importance of what you're eating or drinking to the next one. Because right. yeah. it absolutely will change your flavors. Whenever, Spindle Tap, never start off with a big hazy double IPA. Because yeah. nothing is going to taste good after that other than a hazy double ipa yeah everything else is going to taste stale and just just not right yeah whereas um start off with something or like a a big hoppy west coast ipa Mm -hmm. and you drink that then you go to like an amber and it's going to taste like liquid yeah (laughs) you know you're just going to miss everything but you go the other way around and then all of a sudden the flavors start building and building and building 
Same thing with food. You, know, you sit there and you have a nice cheese with a beer, and it's like, oh man, this beer makes this cheese taste really good. Then you add another cheese, like a real strong, pungent, just pungent cheese, and you eat that, then you drink the beer, and you can't even taste the beer. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's fun. Yeah. Food and beer, man, it's two of my favorite things. Absolutely. We yep. agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what are you guys yep. going to serve out of yep. the kitchen here? Oh, um, I love sandwiches. I think I think sandwiches and beer are probably the best combination that you can have. Um, so uh, with that with that sandwich model, um, yeah, we're we're gonna do sandwiches, uh, brats, good pub food, just just food that pairs really well with beer. We want to make it seasonal, and and put in a lot of uh, seasonal vegetables and other seasonal ingredients or seasonal style dishes um just to keep it fresh and um and yeah so so that's that's sandwiches i love sandwiches and you know what the best sandwich is what's that the one that someone makes for you oh absolutely it is facts it could be this i can make it the same way but if somebody sets that same sandwich down in front of me, it just tastes so much better. I don't know That's what it true. is. I grew up swearing by my grandma's sandwiches, which were literally white bread, Miracle Whip, and some kind of That's a lunch meat. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> Could I, you know, I certainly couldn't make them as good. If you, when you try to make them, you're like, oh, man, this isn't good. But you make that sandwich, yeah. and you're like, that's just how grandma used to make it. It's weird. <laughs> it's yep. so, so much better. All right. Well, on that, Pound and Song Brewing Company in Columbus. Uh, excellent place. Short drive, you know, coming from Houston. You know, make it, a, make it a weekend trip out here. Check it out. Or if you're on your way, like I said, to Austin, San Antonio, it's a very good little midway stop. Have a pint. Carry on. But check this place out, man. It's really, really good. About to have food going. But the beers have been excellent. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and even if you're here before the, the kitchen opens in the next, you know, couple months or whatever that ends up being, um, Raven's got just absolute killer uh, pretzel bites coming out of the kind of out of our small bakery that we have there. Um, awesome I make them shark. with my hands every she, day. Yeah, that's handmade awesome. pretzel bites. I, I mean, they're they're super rad. We used to do like like legit pretzels and 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 these are these are better because you know it saves us a little bit of time but they're super kick-ass and delicious and uh i'll be honest man i kind of prefer pretzel bites over a whole pretzel yeah it's just easier save a little bit for later and and you get like crunchy on all sides yeah yeah they're awesome it's listen the hands that love on travis are also loving that (laughs) oh no so uh What was that? I have no idea what like, like, was like, was like, All right. Tom's on his, uh, yeah, moving down the rail. He's, yep. he's almost done with that flight. No, I appreciate you guys Family having us out. Is another brewery. I can go on there for another hour. Family <laughs> business. The supernatural guy. It is. It is. Yeah. One day, one day we need to make it out there. I was going to stop by there because it's right by... Is it Jacob's Well that it's right by, or is it Hamil- Hamilton Pool? One of those, right? It's, it's it's right near one of those badass spots in Texas to go jump in the water. And uh, we were driving by, and I was like, oh, that's where the brewery is. And I lost my second photographer to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. You keep losing photographers, Tom. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, they, they make very, they, they write very emotional, nice posts about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it'll be their third best job they ever had in their life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's leave on this one. This one. No, and by the way, you can listen to any show sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to Drink of Ages and all kind of other places on the internet. But no, for real, um, <laughs> Travis Raymond, thanks for having us out, man. It's been a whole lot of fun, and uh, definitely want to definitely be out here a lot more often. Absolutely. Cheers. See all you right. Next yep. Time. Check them out, Hound Song Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages, and we'll talk to everybody next week.